think the RNLI as an institution is probably one of the, this country's greatest achievements. My name's Bill Dewsbury and I'm Deputy Launching Authority at Flint Lifeboat Station. Rachel's my eldest daughter, she's helm at Flint Lifeboat Station. She first started volunteering quite a few years before me. I supported her as much as I could for the lifeboat and I used to go down and help with marshalling and stuff. And then I, I was asked would I do a bit of driving, shore crew for Flint Lifeboat Station, which I'd, I'd done, we have a few functions during the year and events, uh, bonfire and stuff. So I'd always helped, helped out with stewarding and stuff like that. So I knew the guys and girls down there. So our Rachel had been there quite a number of years before me. So yeah, I jumped on the crew as Land Rover driver. Not that I'd ever told, I hadn't even told a caravan or a mini trailer. So that was quite interesting getting trained. There was a few, you know, a few frayed nerves, <laughs> more on their part than mine. Um, going down slipways with a boat on, you know, people can get a bit, um, get a bit itchy in the seat. You know, they think and it's going to go, yeah, they think it's going to go right in the drink. <laughs> and only by luck rather than their skill and judgments, I think it didn't. But um, so I joined and then when our when my other daughter, Carly, the youngest, uh, when she was 17, she's also joined the crew. And uh, she's boat crew and working her way up to, she's a couple of assessments away from Helm as well. So I think it'll be quite unique. I, I doubt there'll be any other stations in the country that would have two sisters uh, who would actually Helm on the lifeboat, which I'm very proud of. I think Carly, I, th I think, I, c I can't really speak for her, but I, I like to think she looks up to her big sister and and I th she couldn't really wait for the day when she was old enough, 17, to enrol in the crew. It was always, it was never a, it was never a doubt. It was always, when I'm old enough, I'm going to join the crew and sort of be with Rachel. But having, a, having the three of us on the station, I'll, I'll be... I'll be brutally honest, it, it can cause, because you can't treat them any different than you treat any other crew member. And if something needs to be told, you've got to leave the dad-daughter relationship out and they leave the daughter-dad relationship out. And you just, you know, like any any other member of the crew, I'd have to explain to them if, they, if they're doing something that's unsafe or not correct, and I have to correct them. Yeah, it's, it's, it can have its moments. <laughs> um, but it, it's the same for everybody. If it, you know, I, I'm not perfect, and they can they they've picked up on stuff that, that that I've done wrong, and I'm fine. Yeah, if I'm doing something wrong, feel free to tell me. We we'll learn from it, and, and we'll put it right. It's it stares quite a few emotions. It it, it stares pride, and it also stares a little bit of fear, because every job's different. And I know for a fact, every volunteer around the country uh, that's on a lifeboat is willing to put themselves in danger for, for the sake of other people, to, to help other people. And I'm, I'm fully aware of that. Um, so as much as I've got, and I have pride in every single crew member of the station, and I've got, I've got pride in every single person that volunteers, whether it be the lifeboat or, 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 or somebody who's going around the coast picking up litter. The, the, they all do an amazing job if they take the time out of their, their normal work and life because we all got busy lives. 
um, to do something worthwhile. It, it is, uh, it, do, it does fill me with, with pride and I do feel, but you know, same as I say, with elements of a little bit of fear in there, you know, making sure everyone comes back safe. All the crew members, not just, not just me two girls, you know. Well, it, we seem to have a, a, a lot of nighttime jobs and so the paging may go off three, four in the morning. E everyone is literally up. Invariably, someone needs to go to the toilet, but you, you've just, you haven't got time. So we generally go in one car. I'm always tasked with driving um, because I'm, I'm usually answering, asking questions. So because it's usually early in the morning, I might say to one of my daughters, what time's high tide? Do we have available crew? It is all stuff I know and I've got, I've got access to. But while I'm driving at that, that point, I'd let them do a bit of thinking. Uh, so yeah, we generally go in one car. There's a bit of to and fro, and but, and then I do feel sorry for my partner because I've, I've never really put myself in air shoes, but it must be very difficult. Three people have just absolutely flown round the house like a whirlwind, haven't locked the front door. There's times I've gone on jobs and left the bathroom. It, you know, it, it just it just. I didn't do it on purpose, I just forgot. The page just went, it was like, right, let's go. <laughs> and then half, halfway through the job, I was thinking, oh, do I know any decent plasters? Because their ceiling's going to come in. It all gets sorted in the end, you know. But I do I do, I do, do feel sorry uh, for my partner. She's sitting waiting. We haven't got access to phones. We can't say to her, everything's all right, or what time we'll be back. We're just back when we're back. And sometimes... By the time I finished down the station, washing the boat down, I've literally just, there's times I've just walked back through the front door, grabbed my work boots and just jumped in the car and drove to work. I hadn't had time for much sleep or any breakfast after that. Just And, it, and the same with the girls, they're literally just washing their face, throwing their work gear on and out they go. I, I would say when the, when the front door closed in this house, People want, want me to probably say, oh no, we just get on with family life and the lifeboat never gets mentioned. There's probably not an hour in this house where somebody's phone hasn't gone with a text message because obviously the, the age we live in, I must be, I am probably in about 10 RNLI WhatsApp groups ranging from the ops team to the uh, launching authority to I'm one of the trustees in the bank, so I have access to the accounts. There's, there's always something, there's always a message that, that's coming through. So there's never really a time to switch off. The, the, the only time we really do switch off if we, if we have a week or two away, where uh, Rachel and myself like going to the rodeo in Las Vegas for some strange reason. So we, we generally get away there towards the end of the year and go and watch that. And then I'll be honest, lifeboat is far from my thoughts then. But I know when I'm going to come back, I'm going to, there's going to be 200 WhatsApp messages that I need to scroll through. Or if I'm being super lazy, which I normally am, my youngest daughter, Carly, she's like my uh, PA. I say to her, right, what's going on? Just give me a brief. Because sometimes there is, you know, there's a load of emails to answer. There's stuff going on down the station. Something might have been broken or kit needs looking at. So I just get, I just get her to give me a brief, which she moans about, but she still does it for me.
Rachel had the baby on the fourth, a little girl, seven pounds. Our, our family's relationship with the Flint Lifeboat Station hopefully will, will continue. The, the baby was uh, just over a week old and Ra Rachel brought her down to the lifeboat station to have a little look around to get a feel of the place because you know she may be spending quite a bit of time down there when she's getting older because we have like a, a dog show and we have a nine and nine day fireworks that we have a, a christmas choir so we have quite a few functions so i think aria grace will be will be quite a busy member of the team in one way or another even if she's just getting her chin tickled for a while but she's she's definitely going to be the fourth member of the, the, the family who's volunteering down there at Flint Lifeboat Station. My name is Annie Jago. I am a senior lifeguard with the RNLI and I'm also volunteering for the lifeboat crew. If you want to hear more stories from the RNLI's 200 Forces collection, then head to rnli.org forward slash 200 voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.